Hello and welcome back to Let Me Hear Your Voice. I'm Olivia. And I'm Phoebe. And this week we're going to be discussing toxic relationships and do you know the signs? Mm. So this week we did another form because last week's was so successful. Um, Asking multiple questions anonymously, um, asking people if they'd been in toxic relationships. Now that can be friendships or family. And um, like knowing the signs what does red flag mean what does toxic mean and we got loads of responses so amazing many. it's been like they fact this is better than last week as well because this week i think everyone really got into this topic and like mm. didn't realize how many people had lots of stuff to say about it i think it's definitely heightened since covid and there was actually a statistic i read the other day that um I mean, it's to do with domestic violence, but the, literally the week that we went into lockdown, it increased by 50%. Which is a massive number. That's half. Yeah. I mean, it's understandable because obviously, I mean, people are spending a lot of intense time together that they may not usually. So I think yeah. a, a lot of emotions are heightened, but doesn't mean that it's okay. Yeah. Um. So... This week with the toxic relationship questions, it was really interesting because a lot of people were saying very similar things. And like, it's really funny because I asked people what red flag meant. And I thought this is a phrase that like, is not actual, it's not like a stereotypical correct phrase, but everyone knew what I meant by Mm. it. Like I asked, what does red flag mean to you? And every single person knew because red flag obviously means like, stop, don't go there. Mm. But um, I think what I've been looking at with the responses is that everyone's like people know what red flags are but it's really hard to ignore them like just to not ignore them so like, I know that yeah. I'm guilty of ignoring many red flags because like you just get invested in people you know don't want to let the let them go which I know is not good but it's it's really easy to do yeah I think um so one of our responses actually wanted us to answer two questions which was great I love people asking questions yeah me too (laughs) so one was um I'll ask them to you Phoebe Mm -hmm. what are your biggest red flags of a toxic relationship really good question again really bad at ignoring them (laughs) um I would say biggest red flags for me is gaslighting people who constantly feel like they can't be in the wrong and they turn everything back on you so like Mm -hmm. if you go to them hey this hurt my feelings and then they have a go at you and be like oh um you are i'm just a horrible person then then that's a massive red flag and also um manipulating and like knowing that that they're they're acting that way because it's so hard like people who just make you feel like you're in the wrong all the time they're my two biggest ones, like massive ones. There are tiny red flags as you go along. Like when, mm. for me, it's going to sound really stupid, but when guys turn around, they're like, when they're like, oh, all my ex-girlfriends are crazy. I'm like, all of them? Maybe they have mm. got bad luck, but even then I'm like, that makes you feel a bit on edge, which I know I shouldn't do. But even then I'm like, why are all your girlfriends crazy? And I want to know why. And if it's someone's like, oh, she used to like do this to me, and I'd be like, I do that. Then I'm like, okay, <laughs> stay away. <laughs> What about you, Olivia? What's your biggest red flags? Um, yeah, I mean, I think 
just that initial instinct, like even the slightest bit of doubt, you know that there's something obviously that isn't right. Now that might not be a big thing, but it could escalate to a bigger deal. And so I think as soon as you have some kind of doubt in you, then you need to approach the issue. Even if you don't know what the issue is, just bring it up to um, either your partner or family member, whoever it's with. Yeah. And just explain your feelings. And like, as the sooner you deal with these issues, the better. Um, Completely agree. And this is kind of like, I think our point's kind of like intertwined. Like mm. if you have a problem, talk about it. And if they have a problem with you bringing up that problem... Then it's a problem. Yeah, it's a massive problem. <laughs> Obviously, do it in a nice way. Because, like, yeah. it's also, and, and I, on my part, like, if I go in and accuse them of something straight away, then that's a massive problem. You know what I mean? Like, I can't just go, you've been cheating on me. Like, you have to be like, oh, by the way, I have this feeling. Because, like, sometimes people haven't done stuff wrong and you've just, everyone does it too. Everyone jumps to conclusions when actual fact. No. There's someone here said, um, someone who asked this question i was just reading it said mm. like we asked what red flag meant to them and they said it's used like some things like my partner won't leave me alone text me every five minutes making sure i wasn't cheating on him that's a red flag that is a warning flag but there's someone saying it's also used in a more colloquial sense i either don't like dogs huge red flag when i was like yeah. that is true you're saying like oh big turn off that is true <laughs> that's <laughs> not a red flag someone not liking dogs is not a red flag it's just that hey that's not my that's a turn off for me yeah, I mean, literally all of these responses, everyone was like, warning. That's yeah. what red flag means. Um, it's just behaviour that is out of the ordinary that makes you feel like something's wrong. Exactly. What was the other question um, you had? Yeah, so the other question was, do you think red flags can be circumstantial and depend on those involved? Or is it a... Ble- is it- or is a red flag always a red flag? Um, that's a very good question. I think I, sometimes it can just depend on a person, but I'd say pretty much all the time. Like someone constantly, there's things that like are known red flags. Mm-hmm. Like if someone is constantly showing these behaviours, and that's a red flag across all relationships. Mm-hmm. I would say. What do you think? So I think in some cases they can be circumstantial. Like I think in in the family context, I think you do have to work out family relationships because no matter what, they're always going to be your support network. Um, I know that will differ for some people, um, but I think family issues can be sorted out more than friends or partners because friends come and go throughout your life and so do partners especially if you're a teenager around that age which um is something that I wanted to bring up because we asked people what age um they were when they felt like they were in a toxic relationship and it, it was a huge range like the youngest was eight and the oldest was 37, but most of them were around 15 to 20. So yeah. it was around the teenager stage. And I think it has a lot to do with 
when you start to learn about behaviors and I think as well a lot of people get in their first relationship when they're in their teens yeah so it's kind of a learning curve on on what kind of relationship you want to be in and you know those kind of it's hard as well to know so while you're in something I was going to pick up on with what Olivia was saying about family relationships is that mm. it's true and sometimes um when you're younger I think sometimes certain things maybe seem a lot more of a big deal to you than they would now but what mm. I would also say is like with with family problems like that we're mentioning we're meaning like little arguments if you're in like a horrible horrible situation that's totally okay to get yourself out of there and yeah. just not knowing the right people to talk to in that case so like mm-hmm. don't um like if it's a massive issue then you can always call the police if something bad is happening report them or find an adult or someone who you trust if it's in that situation but obviously family getting out of is a bit more complicated than yeah friendships and relationships because you obviously have a tied in especially if you're if you're a minor that's when it gets a bit more complicated if you're a minor mm. you obviously are tied to these people a lot more mm. but it's definitely is young when you're younger i think it's also you don't see toxic people also massive point this is a bit of a tangent but like with relationships when you're when you're younger sometimes your parents can see who's toxic a lot more than you can because they're a bit older. <laughs> so, like, yeah. you may be like, oh, my God, my mum is having a massive go at me because she keeps telling me that this boy is bad for me and I know he's right for me when, like, my main thing I've learned is, man, listen to your mum. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> knows what she's talking about. And then after she's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, I knew he was bad. Yeah, that's, an, <laughs> that's such an interesting point because, like, always listen to your friend's I mean, sometimes they might be wrong, but your yeah. friends and family, like they know you and they can see what's happening from the outside. And if they see a red flag, then definitely listen to them. And it, might, it is hard because obviously you have feelings, um, emotional and physical, and it can be hard to let go. But it's good just to, again, have that support and listen yeah, and I know so it's like when you're in the situation, I think someone mentioned this as well in the responses. When you're in that situation, you see it through rose coloured glasses, you see it in like a positive mm. way. And like it's kind of what I was saying last week with validation, is you kind of feel like attached to this person. I know I've let a lot of people in my life because I felt like there wasn't anyone else who like not I deserve, but like someone who not anyone else who would love me in that way or no one else would be like that with me. Mm. I was like holding on to these awful people because I was scared to let go. And like when you let go, yeah. you feel like 10 times better. And it, it's really bad for like, the first few weeks. And then after you're like, I can do this. This is okay. This is um, a response very similar to what you just said, Phoebe. Um, so the question was, were you scared to end the relationship? And their response was, yes, it was okay for a year, but the two years after was a constant back and forth of breaking up and getting back together. Mm-hmm. I thought I would never meet anyone else and felt like he was the only person who would ever want me. And I think that's a very common problem, especially in like your teens, that this is your first love and you feel like you're never going to experience that again. So you're scared that... I mean you're scared of losing someone that you really love and yeah it can be hard but it's looking at the bigger picture and thinking am I happy do I want to stay like this for the and rest also, of my life yeah what do you want from that relationship like are they worth keeping around like could you like 
is the pain of losing them, which could last like maybe two months or whatever, worth having that pain for forever in their life, in your life? It's just like weighing up the the values. Something that I was going to look at is mm. something I've I've I haven't had no relationships and my toxic things have more been friendships, and like someone has commented on toxic friendships, and I would argue they're very really difficult to end. And people mm. always talk about relationships, but friendships is difficult, especially in school. I had a horrible group of toxic friends in school. Every time I spoke, they'd be like, "Shut up, Phoebe, no one cares," or like stuff like that. And it's just a joke, and they would always pass it off as, oh, it's just funny. But, like, jokes aren't funny unless everyone's enjoying it involved. Someone joking at you is not funny. So, yeah. And that's hard when you're in school, or even in an environment like uni. Ending friendships is hard because you have other people around you in the bubbles. And, like, it's, it's very difficult, but you definitely should get out of there as soon as you start to see a problem, because the longer you wait, the longer they'll carry on the longer you'll feel obliged to be stuck in that friendship. Yeah, I actually have a book that's really good for that these topics. It's called Toxic Friends, The Antidote for Women Stuck in Complicated Friendships by Susan Shapiro-Barash. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really interesting. Um, I would definitely give it a read if... Um, for anyone it's just really good and um there's also a little questionnaire at the beginning um which is just like please state your age it's just loads of questions on if you've ever felt manipulated or betrayed or yeah just loads of different things really interesting and actually a lot of the answers were to do with men so there was one oh, where is it Sorry, I'll just find it. Oh, yeah. So one of the questions was, um, if you broke up with your friend, what was the main reason? And it gives like a list of things. Yeah. And most of them voted that it was over men. Oh, that's the worst. I know. And don't fall out with your friends over a guy, ever. So they're not worth it. It's so petty, isn't it? And it's normally over... A guy that is bad to you, and then they're like, "No, gal," and then you're like, "No, I love them." No, yeah. it's just not worth it because then, especially in that situation, when that eventually happens, you're gonna not be with your friends. Don't yeah. do it. Yeah, like there was a question: Have you been betrayed by a friend? Yes, no, and if yes, in what way? And fifty-four percent was stealing husband slash boyfriend. May. No, <laughs> I don't know what I do. Honestly, Olivia, if you saw my, my my boyfriend, I don't have. If you saw my boyfriend, <laughs> I had one. I would be a heartbroken. I, I would never. never I would never. No, I, I never do it to you <laughs> because that's <is> weird. <laughs> I get but, it. If people have been broken up, like <clears throat> I get it. And even that, uh, it's hard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's. This is when we talk about like girl code, isn't it? Yeah it's really difficult it's so difficult because then obviously I have people who like I've liked but I've never been in a relationship with them and I'm totally over it so if one of my friends was like hey I'm in a relationship I wouldn't go no (laughs) it's not my business but if I'd actually like if they'd been my boyfriend and then my friend had stolen them off me oh I'd be heartbroken yeah no that is not a good friend if (laughs) you have a friend like that (laughs) throw them in the bin don't want them in your life 
that's insane. Fifty-four percent. That is. I know a big amount, and husbands as well. Wow, this is the world we live in. <laughs> God, oh my goodness! I also think like I was, I was going to say, social media is a massive impact in that. I feel like it's got worse now because mm. everyone like. I was watching. Have you watched those series of like people exposing their boyfriends on like Instagram? People DM them. Oh yeah, they reply. All of them are like, I haven't got a girlfriend. <laughs> well, I think so. Like texting and social media has had a huge impact on trust issues. True, which is um, toxic. This is that is a link of toxic relationships. Yeah. Also, sometimes coming from you the person who thinks they're being toxic when well that's the thing this is someone let me see if i can find it someone brought this up in that you might have trust issues against them but then from that you're then um producing these toxic behaviors especially if someone else hurt you before and then you take it out on them that's not their fault yeah so (laughs) this was their response um they said, yes, I've definitely exhibited... I hope they don't mind. I mean, it's anonymous, so no one knows who this is. <laughs> I, I definitely exhibited toxic behaviours in the first relationship. I would gaslight him, text him 24-7, tell him I loved him and then hate him. I would work myself up to such an anxious state just to get him to attention to me. I would constantly monitor his social media and scroll through profiles of any girl that he spoke to to find any evidence of cheating. It was obsessive. Then he would often call me crazy or a psycho um and so on but i think that's definitely common oh yeah it happened and it's so easy i'm not gonna lie to you okay (laughs) it's so easy to find people's instagrams and like Mm. through through social media and like i i'm not being funny i genuinely think some girls could work for the fbi they find things <laughs> so quickly it's insane you're like this is their name and they've got their whole like i remember one time one of my male friends told me about this girl and he was like can you find something about her within five minutes i had found like her facebook her instagram and her twitter and he was like whoa he was like girls are crazy <laughs> i was like it's just and that is bad it isn't good and you've got to, yeah. learn to get out that habit but it is definitely like normalized in society and i do feel a bit bad for men sometimes because like, I feel like they get put right on the end of it. Like, it's so normal. They're like, ha ah, I do this. It's so quirky. My boyfriend and this. And I'm like, oh, actual fact, like, that's actually really bad mm. and quite toxic. But it, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think also, like, with, it's really interesting because sometimes people think replying is that people ignore your message and not replying is toxic. Okay, there's two sides to this, in my opinion. One, mm. if they are constantly ignoring you and you're in a relationship and you're worried about them, so you ask them genuine questions, then yeah, I get it's a bit annoying. But then mm. I have one of my really, really close male friends, I'm not even joking, it takes about three weeks to reply. And yeah. you, you cannot be mad at people for not being on their phone. <laughs> like, and that's something I learned mm. the hard way. Is I was like, why are they ignoring me? And then you actually have to be like, people have lives. They're not well, that's their the phone. thing. I mean, I... I have definitely had this problem in the past, as in I've been the one being like messaging. Yeah, it's <laughs> why aren't you replying? <laughs> but I get like I get it now, and you know people aren't always on their phone, and sometimes like they're just not in the mood to answer. Yeah, because you it's a social interaction is hard. Yeah, and I've like just come to realise that I mean some of my friends are really quick at replying, but also some of my friends aren't and. It doesn't mean that they don't want to speak to me. It doesn't mean that they don't like me anymore. Yeah. It's just 
you know it's how it's, they is their way of communicating with exactly people. and like I've got to because I know I have some friends bless them who are really bad at applying they're like I'm so sorry and I'm like it's totally fine like yeah unless it's an emergency and I need you like it's fine I can deal with like like if I text Olivia what like asking her what she have for breakfast if she doesn't apply to like 1pm I'm not going to be upset about it and be like why have you taken so long I really know, needed to know about your breakfast <laughs> like it's not that important <laughs> Secretly, um, you wanted to know. <laughs> I always want to know you have a breakfast. <laughs> someone asked us. Let me find the right one. Someone asked us what the. Oh, difference I think I know what you're saying. Yeah. Um, what the difference or where the line lays between toxic behaviour and abuse is all toxic behaviour abuse. Does it become abusive if it's done long term? Um, she'd be curious to know our thoughts. I know it's she because she mentioned at the beginning of the forum. Um, mm. This is an interesting question to me because. I don't believe... Oh, I don't know. It's hard, I just, isn't it? I went to say an answer and then changed my mind halfway through. Yeah. See, toxic, I... Mm. <laughs> behaviour. If it's... I guess it could be a form of emotional abuse if it carries on. But one thing, them doing one thing and then you saying, oh, hey, that's wrong and never doing it again does not mean they're an abusive person. It's hard. Yeah, I mean, I was having this conversation with someone literally like before we recorded this and I was like, no, abuse is physical. And I was like, hang on, it doesn't have to be. Yeah, that's hard. I was actually looking up um, this the other day and there are different types of abuse. So there's psychological, physical, sexual, financial and emotional I didn't know about financial. Interesting. I didn't yeah. know about that. Yeah. Makes sense um, though. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> this is a really a very good question. question. I've never asked that. Very good question. I think um, there, there is some kind of a link. Yeah. I don't know if abuse is the right word. I think continuous toxic behaviour is emotional abuse. But, actually, I don't know because... I would say the toxic behaviour is gaslighting and manipulation, which is emotional abuse. But I think sometimes, like, some people don't know that their behaviour is toxic. True. Just tell them. So then that's not intentionally abusive. Yeah. Do you know what? That is very true. But then I think also, like, oh, it's so hard because also people are so different and so blunt. This is also a major issue you've got to think about. But everyone's different. So, like, there's some things that I'm like, that is definite emotional and physical abuse then also there's some things that i'm like they're just not that type of person this is interesting they don't like they don't they're not the same as you i'm someone who's like i want i'm always very affectionate and like conversational and want to talk all the time some people aren't Mm. and they don't show much affection but it's not toxic of them to be different what's toxic is them not being a nice person yeah, I wish I could read everyone's response. Yeah, same. <laughs> but um, there was one person who was explaining that they were in a physical relationship with a boy, but his his reputation was really good and he was respected by friends, by family, by teachers. But when they were together, then he was emotionally abusive and physically um and she didn't consider it particularly serious at the time um because deep down she was like ultimately he has a good heart 
and everyone else yeah, was present. That's hard. That's Which hard is another difficult situation. When you see the good in people, yeah. and that is really difficult. I was just about to read this, like, uh, this chapter. Okay, my favourite thing at the moment is Florence Given, a yes. wonderful influencer. Her <laughs> book, Women Don't Owe You Pretty, literally changing my life and makes me feel like I'm growing as a person every single time I read a page. Mm. It's insane. But there's a whole chapter on accountability, which is kind of linked to what we're talking about. Mm. Um, and like, it's talking about apologising, which I think comes into this, with toxic behaviour. Yeah. And how, like, phrases to avoid when apologizing is being like i'm sorry you feel this way i think you've taken this the wrong way i think you're overreacting i didn't mean it like that i don't think that's fair because interesting because that is why i say with gaslighting you're manipulating mm. is that and like how like learning how to make your wrong apologize like excuse excuses and view mistakes as opportunities for growth and then the one thing i read to olivia before i started this which was if people can't be accountable or apologise for hurting someone, whether they meant to or not, it's a red flag. No, it's a the red flag. Mm. The red flag. So that is, that's like what we're saying about red flags. That is when yeah. I think it becomes a problem. If you've told someone that they've hurt you, it's like, if, people, if they don't mean to, just say, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to hurt you. That's literally mm. all it takes. It's like, it's so funny. I'm, I always bring this example up. I, me and Olivia did some work in a primary school last year. I don't know if you were here for this session. I think you were, Olivia. Mm. And like, they had to get into groups of four and they were in groups of five and there's one girl just pushed the other girl out of the group. And oh, it was yeah. so vicious. And she was crying and the teachers got them together and the way she solved it, I just looked at her and I was like, if everyone in the world solved their problems like this woman just did... I think would be a better place. She got the two kids, and one of the kids was like, oh, you really hurt my feelings. And the other one said, and the teacher said, say back to her, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings, but I'm sorry. And I was like, mm. that is importance in life. Yeah. I was like, they just solved this whole situation. Then they had a hug and just went on with their day. And I was like, when do we get out of that mindset? Like, when do we learn that that's not the way you behave? I think it's because everyone's so convinced of being a good person that you just think you cannot do no wrong. When I just felt like everyone's always learning and humans make mistakes. If you don't make mistakes, you exactly. don't learn. Some things yeah. are a bit too extreme. Like, I don't think, like, I would say when it becomes physical and, like, completely abusive emotionally and all those ones you mentioned, then that's obviously 10 times harder. But these people, if someone's hurt, you just say to them, hey, this upset me. And if they don't say anything, get out. Yeah. All it takes to is just to admit what you did wrong and then sorry and then learn from it yeah i do think we should That's be taught more about toxic relationships so realistically i think everyone's taught that people are taught if someone cares about you then you stick with them especially i think it's ingrained in the women's head that they need to have a man to look after them so sometimes when you're in that situation yeah like this man like when i said like this person likes me therefore that i need to stick with them or, like, people thinking they don't deserve better than them. And that breaks my heart because you all deserve good people. Every single person deserves a nice person and deserves a nice life. Absolutely. A bit inspirational. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was trying to think. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to mention the effects um, which can be very detrimental. Um, I mean, some people from our form was saying that they got diagnosed with depression and anxiety from previous toxic yeah. relationships I think the majority said that 
they had trust issues for the rest of their life, which is very common. Um, loss in confidence is another one. Yeah. Um, PTSD and trauma. And I think if you know that these are effects, then you're more likely to end it sooner. Yeah. Which is what I was saying earlier. Sooner you notice something, say something, even if it's friends who can give you support or family, whoever you trust, just yeah. say something and don't hold it in because it's that's also going to affect you emotionally. And it does take time as well. Like, I know that we're like, listen to your friends, but, like, it's totally okay to be like, here, I've actually been talking to one of my friends about this the other day. Like, when you do something and you have a minor setback, it's fine, but don't let that then be, like, like don't let the, them continue to come out into your life. Set a line, that's not okay. I, like, mm. was reading just one of the responses, the oldest response we have. Um, and they were saying that they because they were in a toxic relationship before they then put they then were so defensive and so like harsh on their new relationship yeah and I think that's also really easy to be done you don't have trust with this person therefore you take it out on the new person you have and you don't and like that isn't found the new person like that's really Mm. hard for them to deal with um because then they haven't done this but you're still blaming them but then it's like it's definitely hard for everyone involved (laughs) like it's very difficult to when you've experienced emotional abuse physical abuse and toxic relationships Mm. that is a form of trauma and it Mm. does take time to get over it but you need to put your effort into that and notice that you can you know that you can get over it you know that's what everyone was saying these responses were so nice i just want to say you guys had the cutest responses so many of the responses were like you're in a toxic relationship you'll get out of it I promise I got out of it I'm like totally fine now you think that you won't ever be able to go over it but I promise that people are here for you and that is so true even me and Olivia are here for you if you listen to this and you're like hey I'm in a toxic relationship you can message us we'll help you yeah feel free everyone's got to support each other you know I'm yeah, like I just have a million friends listening to this. I'm like, even if it's strangers, I'm like, <laughs> every person here is my friend. <laughs> yeah, I just want to read out some of these because they they just made my day. Um, like these are success stories. So I think, although being in toxic relationships are horrible at the time and they are really life changing, but they can also be a huge learning curve and actually can make you a better person in the long run yeah you learn and when you meet the nice people my god your life's gonna be amazing you're gonna absolutely and you're really like i remember crying over people my friends being like in a year you're not gonna care like you're literally gonna be like why was i crying over that and that is Mm. beautiful like you you will go over it promise you (laughs) yeah like this person they they um they said i've been in a new relationship for the past three years we're currently living in cornwall together and i couldn't be happier if you asked me four years ago if I thought the life I led today was possible, I'd laugh in your face. So if there's anyone out there that's struggling with toxic, abusive relationships, know that it doesn't define you and one day your life will probably be vastly different. You got this. Keep fighting. So nice. So I just nice. love it. I'm that person who responded, I really want to be your friend. Unless you are my friend, I just don't know. But <laughs> if you are We now. were trying to figure out, so we were like, who do we know that this is? Yeah, I was like, we don't know. This seems, it actually is anonymous. I have no idea. Except I knew my mum's one. That's the only one I knew on here. <laughs> Another response, which was lovely, was um, 
toxic relationships are difficult to figure out, let alone leave. To anybody who's got out of one of those or thinks they're going through one, you've got this. You're strong. You are worthy of so much. You deserve happiness, love, care, and joy. I love them. I just want to hug every one of them. Me too. Something that I really want to mention, which like means a lot to me to hear, is like just because uh, people have so many toxic relationships sometimes they have loads of people who are toxic just because that happens to you does not mean it's your fault <laughs> like it just people like like I know for a fact when I was younger I went through a lot and I would always have people like those people know who they're going for sometimes if they mm. know you're going to be easy and manipulative people will go for those people so don't think it's you and don't think you're a bad person for letting them in because it normally just means you're a nice person and that you want to love everyone and be kind it's okay yeah I think there's a tendency to blame yourself and even if you're reciprocating toxic behavior back again yeah. that's not your fault that's just I mean that's common for anyone who's receiving emotional physical manipulation and everyone is a bit toxic sometimes and exactly obviously. but you just gotta notice it's like me and Olivia were saying both of us have exhibited it before it's hard no it like, is I, and I don't know I've also been in toxic relationships and get, have you ever Olivia I don't know yeah yeah it's hard <laughs> and it's hard to get out of them but when you do you're like like these people like friendships when I was younger mate to me now they mean absolutely nothing exactly. <laughs> like I literally I even forget they um they exist so that's great <laughs> <laughs> you're bigger and better from it yeah true all that matters on that note all the love lots to... of love this has been a fun one yeah like one. thank you everyone for the responses they gave and we will probably make one for next week which i think we're going to do on pleasure a bit more Ooh. uplifting yeah a bit of fun <laughs> which is also controversial for women Love as love always for women i know it's controversial i really is controversial for women <laughs> now it's gonna be good yeah thank we'll you everyone yes see ya bye bye, bye.